Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Saricolia coming to you once again with another uh, episode of Age of Heroes. So welcome to this podcast. Uh, and today I want to discuss, I want to expand a little bit on uh, statue collecting, uh, something that I kind of discussed a little bit yesterday, but I, uh, in parts, but I want to discuss something that to me is extremely important. And uh, I want to ask this question, uh, is uh, scale uh, really important? Uh, does scale really matter um, when you do when you are a statue collector? Uh, because there's always going to be a, a little bit of controversy in any hobby, in any pastime. There's always controversy in regards to certain things. Uh, you know, for the longest time, of course, back in the day when the statue collectors started collecting, technically, uh, in in this modern statue superhero collecting that actually started was started by Bowen Designs. There were other companies doing stuff around that time. But Bowen is recognized as the the first one that really that had the first license, the Marvel license. So started doing Marvel stuff, and of course that prompted other companies to also come forward and follow that vision that Bowen, the Randy Bowen, had with his company. And of course we we now have other other different uh, companies, a lot of companies doing statue collectibles and also doing different scales that range from the very small one ten all the way to pretty much half scale, uh, or even larger. So um, it's always been that, you know, it's always been uh, a really controversy. It's always been divided groups into this, the statue collecting group. But, you know, you have to realize that every person is different. Uh, we all different. So we have different tastes and different likes and dislikes about something. Uh, for some people, um, have, you know, having uh, a one for scale is the thing. You know, they love the one for scale. Some people love the one six. Some people go smaller. So even people love bus, you know, legendary scale, you know, you know, all the large scales. They prefer those. And so everyone is different. You know, it's, there's no real answer or there's no right or wrong in regards to statue collectors or whatever you like. You know, you ha- you should collect what you like. Uh, that's just first rule of collecting anything. Just collect what really makes you happy. I said that yesterday and I say it again. Collect what makes you happy. Do it because it's, it's a joy. Do it because you have fun with it. Uh, if you don't have fun with it, then you shouldn't collect it. You know, if, if it's not creating fun, it just is a headache, creating more hassle in your life, then you shouldn't be collecting at all. You know, you should just concentrate on those things that make you happy and you're satisfied with. Um, that way you will last a lot longer doing this hobby or any hobby. But yeah, I want to talk about scale because sometimes people make it sound like there is a one particular scale that matters more than most. And uh, that's something that I've you know, experienced over the years. Um, uh, like I mentioned before, per- perhaps in some of my videos, and perhaps you, you have heard of that before, um, I started collecting, you know, really, uh, I don't even remember when. It was pretty much in the early 2000s, uh, I think late 90s. I started collecting. I was very young and I was collecting statues and, uh, you know, very small statues. And that during that time, it was DC, the one that was actually in, in the market. Uh, DC was doing all kind of stuff back in those days. You saw a lot of statues and also there were other companies, um, that were also, uh, doing some statue collectors where there was very tiny, very small stuff like 
around 110 you know they weren't perfect you know they were just okay you find them at the local comic book stores a lot of animated stuff so it was it was uh, you know you have heart hero you have all of those companies uh that were doing some stuff some french companies were doing some stuff but there was nothing major that you can say that was you know out there like what we know now uh, of course uh, bowen started with the marvel license in the in the in the 90s in the late 90s and of course uh, there was a big upheaval or there was a big uh uh you know like a follow-up you know a lot of people were following this because of the buzz the mini buzz which was great and a lot of the the statues you know the museum post statues so it was it was a big time and then all the companies came on board after that you saw companies like uh scishow that started very small they started you know pumping their stuff and you know doing a lot of one for scale stuff so you know a lot of people started loving the one for scale they love that and there's always been this group there's different camps in collecting about those that like larger scale pieces like one fourth and they consider it to be the biggest thing and most popular thing and there's this other camp of uh, the people that love the one six scale or anything lower than that. You know, what is considered now the Bowen scale, which is technically at one eight, one seven. Um, so, you know, it's always been this different camps in, in collecting. You know, people, primarily those that started, uh, you know, the early years, those that started before, they started collecting the smaller scale and they have continued on throughout the years. Those are the ones that have, you know, still collect, many of them, they still collect the same the same scale because it was the most common one and was the one that everybody knew. And of course, the one for scale became very popular. Uh, actually, if, you know, if I'm not mistaken, uh, DC was actually the first one to have some one for scale pieces, you know, with Batman, Superman, and and Wonder Woman, and all of that, and of course, SciShow follow it, you know, with all the different scales. Although SciShow started with a lot of, uh, you know you know started kind of smaller kind of testing the waters and they started doing a lot of uh you know dioramas which were smaller and from dioramas they kind of move into the you know a lot of one four scale stuff and uh, one actually they were doing comic kits and all that stuff and one four scale and of course nowadays they're doing bigger scale you know so there's a big group that loves SciShow and I'm not going to deny this SciShow it's a great company uh he it is a great company they produce great stuff and uh, many other companies uh, also so that work around that time, you know, got pop culture shot, was been in business for quite a while. Uh, also doing a lot of great, you know, one for scale, the scale stuff, starting with, you know, the, you know, in this space, in this case, with Street Fighter stuff. And, uh, and there's so many companies. Now you see XM, you know, you see uh, Kinetiquettes, you see uh, there's a lot of companies out there producing a lot of stuff and it's great you know to me i love to see how far this hobby has gone uh, but there's always going to be this animosity between collectors uh, between those that make fun or pick fun uh, of others because uh, some people like the smaller scale or even because some people like the larger scale and there's always this divided caps uh the, the scale doesn't matter. You know, and sometimes people are going to tell you that they prefer one scale, and you might, might as well just say that. Some people say, well, uh, you know, they, they point out the things, what they like, what they like. Like, for example, uh, once a scale uh, collector, so 
you know, smaller, they will tell you that they prefer that because you're able to collect more, which is true. You know, you have a smaller scale. That means that you have more space to share more statues in one single shell, you know, and you can put them all together. And then for the most part, all the ones in scale have always been, uh, you know, you are able to do a lot of museum poses where you can actually post the all together and also allows you the smaller scale because, of course, the weight allows uh, for a lot of artists to be more creative. So they're able to do a lot of, uh, you know, dioramas or action poses, which uh, really gives them uh, a more, um, you know, it gives them a little extra feel to those pieces. And of course, nowadays, Bowen is no longer there, but Bowen had produced so much stuff out there. But you see companies like Kotobukiya still producing stuff. You have companies like Handmade Objects in, in Malaysia, and then uh, there was doing some, some good stuff as well on, the, on that scale. You see companies like, uh, I don't know, you see all prototype C that is doing actually both. Uh, you see uh, companies exploring into that. You see Twitterhead producing a lot of really good ones, scale stuff. You see DC producing always on during that scale so you can see all these companies producing stuff and the, the numbers is you know it's you know we can keep on going there's so many companies producing the smaller scale pieces uh companies everywhere not only in the u.s you know you see companies in asia companies in brazil iron studios uh you see companies in france companies in europe so you know there's always going to be a market for this scale you know diamond select you know you name it you know i have so many companies that i can name today right now uh, some, some that escape my, right now, my, my mind. But, you know, all these companies producing stuff for all the different franchises. And I love because they tend to be more accurate than, you know, they're closer to the material. It's all about just accuracy, kind of coping, uh, copying the, the, you know, in this case, the poses from the TV shows, from the movies, from the comics, uh, from the, you know, the cartoons. Uh, so it's all the, the animation, all of this, it kind of copies that. So it kind of, they maintain, a, a level of, uh, you know, I would say, um, reality, you know, they keep the same level of, uh, they really copy what they do in this, uh, source material, which I, I prefer that. I love anything that resembles the source material. Now, with the one for scale, um, it, there's always a tendency to be a little more, um, not always, but there's a tendency to be a little more artistic in the sense that more is more in, the, the, the art there is more inspired into from the source material. So they take inspiration and they kind of run with it and they make it to look a little more realistic. And that's something that Saisho has done for years. Their art not necessarily represents the comic book characters when they we're talking about Marvel or any other source material they use. They ins they take inspiration from it and they run with it and they add and they make it look more realistic, which is nothing wrong with it. I, I like it. I do like it. Uh, you know, Sideshow for the longest did produce a lot of stuff that was very, very uh uh, very, very cool looking. And I'm still does, you know, everything is so cool looking. So if you want something more realistic, then you go to go with it. Their Star Wars stuff is um, magnificent. You know, Gentle Giant also did a lot of Marvel stuff. Uh, and Gentle Giant, you know, did a lot of minibus, which are some of the best minibus in the market. Uh, of course, but they have done a lot of stuff with Star Wars, you know, with all different scales from one six to one four. So they have done and play with it. So all these companies have done and play with it. And there's companies and every company has a signature style now there's always going to be people saying that one four you know is the is the it's a men's game i heard that before too 
And 1-6 is just for kids. So those that come out of 414. I even hear those comments. So people saying, oh, you know, 1-4 is for the people that have the, the good collectors, you know. And I'm going to say this with, you know, kind of mocking this. Because say, oh, you know, it's just for collectors. You know, 1-6 is for those that cannot afford 1-4. And I hear all these comments, you know, trying to downside what people collect. Which is always stupid. It is a stupid comparison. And people that say that for most, the most part have no understanding of collectibles. Collectibles is not about one single scale. This is not about status. You know, people assume that it's all about status. You know, what status you have because of what you have. Uh, I remember, and I can say this going back to what I was saying earlier. Um, I started collecting a smaller scale. But of course, you know, uh, you know, for a while, then I got married and I took a, a big break from comics and also from, you know, collecting for like around five years. So I went back into collecting, uh, you know, I started uh, collecting statues and I started with SciShow. So I started collecting a lot of one for scale stuff uh, because I loved it, you know, because it was great. You know, I love the one for scale stuff. I love the style, you know, coming back into after, you know, collecting for, you know, taking a break for five years and going back into collectibles. It was great to do something different. And I found this hobby as this sideshow and I collect a lot of sideshow stuff for a while. I collect comic cats and I collected, you know, one for scale pieces, premium, premium pieces, Uh and it was fun. Uh, however, uh, the, I started running out of room very soon. You know, it just gets to a point where you don't have enough room because you have large pieces. So I make the decision then to really downsize what I had. You know, I was collecting a lot of one for things and uh, I needed something different. So then I started exploring into going into Bowen, which I already knew. And I started collecting actually Korubukia. Korubukia was the one that I hooked me into the one six scale or the smaller scale. It was Korubukia. Uh, Eric Sosa stuff was the thing that really got me hooked. And of course, I started, you know, getting Eric Sosa stuff. And then I started complementing some of that with Bowen. And the rest is history. I started collecting that and, you know, little by little started moving away from one fort. And I stopped collecting and it's been years now when I stopped collecting one fort. And, uh, I got a few pieces here and there. Some of the ones that I really wanted, um, you know, pieces that I care about, but most of the time I just a single solo pieces because my collector, my collection consisted and has consisted primarily with anything that's smaller because it fits my profile. It fits me well. I like it. Now people, you know, when you present this, and I remember I used to go to some of the forums like SciShow Freaks and stuff like that, which I don't frequent anymore. Uh, I still go to Statue Forum, which is, uh, I've been, uh, you know, a reviewer there and, you know, I have more friends there. Uh, but SciShow Freak was a place where you supposedly, you know, even though the name says SciShow Freaks and it's all about SciShow, you can present whatever. So I used to showcase my, my collections there and people were, some people were even trying to make fun of him. Some people were trying to make fun because they say, oh, you know, you're the, the, you know, Bowen or Kurubukiya, that's the poorest made collection, which I've always found it very stupid and insulting and very, uh, to be honest, not only, not only insulting, but it's really short sighted because it is not the case for me that I could not afford, I cannot afford the one for scale, which is actually what brought me into it uh, and sometimes people were saying this oh it's because you know you have to move up from one six or the smaller scale you have to graduate from that to one fourth in my case it was the opposite i actually downgraded or i went down because i realized that my collection was going nowhere just by the it was limited and the thing is this uh, uh, not everyone owns a big home not everyone has a big space for collectibles and uh, the thing is this not everyone has that around the world most people don't around the world you know, space is limited in many parts of the world. So in Asia, in Africa, in Latin America, and all the parts of, parts of the world, in Europe, 
this place is limited, even here in the U.S. You know, if you live in New York City, you know, you have limited space. So whatever you live, unless you live in the country, a lot of these, you know, people that have this opinion, you know, in my, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, maybe you're a hick living in the mountains when there you have enough space to, you know, to have a cabin and have a big home. I don't, you know, I don't live on those situations. So, but I still become a collector. I still find the, the way to really collect. You know, and the way I do it is just smaller scale. I even have paid top dollar for collectibles that are once in scale more than they cost. My, some of my one for stealth cost me. I have to pay because it's worth grail pieces that I really wanted. So I put the money on it because I really want it, you know, and some pieces in the ones, small pieces can be very expensive. You know, they cannot up in price. You can pay top dollar for these pieces because they are grails. So, but you know, a lot of times people in the ignorant mind, they just don't understand the concept. They think that you just, you know, just kind of running with it and they don't realize the, that actually uh, every collection has a cost. You know, there are grails in all different scales. So uh, size doesn't really matter as much as people think. And uh, it, it was something for, for quite a while. Of course, the, uh, now that, the, you know, the departure of Bowen the signs have really caused this vacuum where a lot of people actually move away from it because there was nothing else to collect. Well, many of the companies were stepping in and they move into the one for scale, which is a more expensive, uh, not only in the cost of the statues you're buying, but also to maintain. And of course, as you know, Sideshow has become a monopoly in regards to what they call, you know, what they produce and they collect and the rights that they own, uh, especially in North America, which is the biggest market. So there's always going to be that difficulty for these companies. And of course, companies have exploded in the sense that what they're producing, the, 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 the amount of product they, they're selling and what they're selling. You know, you know, XM has been a big factor of it. They produce a high quality product. You know, I'm not denying that. Very high quality, but the price is really high. You get, you know, you pay in, you, you're paying top dollar for their product. And it's not their fault. They're giving you a, a really premium quality, you know, uh, product. Uh, but of course, there's always this fight about what's best and what's worse. So there's always this treatment towards people that's uh, collecting a smaller scale as they're inferior, uh, to the one, one for scale. And you're always going to hear, see those comments, you know, and people, they try to think this is a status thing. You know, if I collect one for, then I'm going to be well seen by the community as my collection has more value. And that's not true. You know, I've seen, if you really count top dollar money for money, I've seen some collections, you know, now I'm a, I'm a you know, I'm, I've always been in business in the sense of money. I've, uh, that's my career. You know, I've always handled money uh, when it comes about, uh, you know, you know, finances and all that stuff. So when I see a collection, you know, sometimes you can see pair, compare a collection to another. You can see a one for scale. And I can see right away how much money is invested in it. You know, I, I, that's all I see, you know, based on the prices, you know, already have an idea of the price. So I know that if I can see a collection uh, right here, a picture side by side, I can see one, uh, uh, one for scale. Let's say somebody that collects one for scale, you can see $20,000 invested in that collection, 20000 now, on the other side, I can see a Bowen collection. You know, we're talking about two top uh, photos of two collections. And this Bowen, this science collection, uh, I can see 30000 Easily thirty thousand or more, just there. So you can say, well, the one for scale is you know fuller. They're both photos, both collections are fuller, are really full. Uh, but what, how is it that one is you know the one for scale is lesser money than the one scales? But you have to know the amount. You know you have to know the prices of these pieces. Some of these pieces, you know, they can get up there up to eight hundred, a thousand dollar a piece, a pop, just one piece. And you know you need to add more in order to fulfill a diorama. So. You have a lot there in comparison to there. 
And of course, it's more time consuming for the Boeing uh, collector or for the OneSix collector to add more and more and more because you have to add more. While, you know, you occupy with one single piece, you know, in this side. Of course, the person that collects the one for scale might have to add maybe like four or five pieces a year. That's what he can afford. While the Boeing person has to actually purchase on the same space, have to purchase maybe 10 or 12, 15 pieces. So you see the difference here, you know, is that you triple the amount of what you're doing. So you're adding more and more and more. Of course, this is just numbers. So people don't collect as much, but you ha that gives you an idea. It takes longer to come up with a Bowen scale display than with a sideshow display. A sideshow display or, you know, a one four scale or larger, it takes you maybe a year to full, uh, you know, to come to, you know, to fill in completely. One, two years. I see collectors, they have a good, nice, I'm not saying that it's not, very nice collection in two years, you know, and that's it. You know, they're done. They just have to move pieces here and there. Now, a Bowen collection will take you years to complete because of the space limitations too, because, you know, you have to add more spaces. And because you're adding, in this case, uh, based on scale, based on era, no, scale, I'm sorry, based on era, based on teams. So it's just more, more effort that you put into it. Now, I don't want to say this because I'm trying to downsize what Web4 collectors do. You know, maybe perhaps you're a one for collector. Um, I'm not here to criticize what you do. You know, I have many friends. Everyone collects something different. That's not the point of this video, uh, of this uh, podcast. It's, it's the importance to understand this. The scale, scale doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you choose to collect, whether it's large scale, whether it's small scale, whether it's just uh, plastic or whether it's polystone or whether it's stone, whether it's metal, whatever, whether it's bronze. doesn't matter what you use or what you collect, as long as you're collecting something that you feel comfortable with. And that's what really matters. You know, people are always going to criticize someone because you collect this or you collect that. And they might treat you like, oh, you know, the, you, you know, you don't have the money to afford this or that. And... And, and that's not necessarily true. You can afford this or you cannot afford that. But this is, are you being smart about what you're doing or what you choose? And, and that goes back to a rule that perhaps I need to talk about in another podcast. Always let your heart guide you through the process. Don't let the people's opinions, don't let the peer pressure to guide you through the decisions you're making. If you started collecting this because you wanted to go in this direction, then continue on. Just continue on in that path and just follow what you decide to collect from the beginning. Uh, don't let other people dictate that. Now, if you're unsatisfied with what you're doing or the direction you're doing, which is which happens a lot when you started collecting at the beginning, when you start collecting, you you don't have a vision, you know, and that vision comes later sometimes. And then you realize that you, you don't have a vision and a clear picture of what you want. So then you start getting rid of stuff so you can actually shape what you want. And that's fine. That's OK. And, you know, you're going to make mistakes. But don't let uh, the other people telling you what you need to collect. If one four is out of your price range, they don't collect one one fourth. If one six is what you can afford and you love and you like, then go for it. Now, remember, you're going to spend almost the same amount of money regardless of what scale you do. So it's not about just the money. It's about being smart about how you do things and choosing the perfect size for you, for your collection, for your room, for your office, for, you know, your, um, you know, for just the, the little corner that you may have at home where you put all your little statues and your little collectibles, your little space for your main cave, for whatever you decide to, that you have the space for, you have to set it up. And I have a video where I talk about this important aspects of collecting, the things that you need to know. And you can watch that on my YouTube channel. But uh, the thing is this, you know, find 
what really balance you out, you know, what really makes you happy, what really looks well, it fits in your pocket, fits in your profile, fits in your home, and, and makes you happy. Don't go into something that really you think is going to be better, but it ultimately can be uh, a downside. I, I see so many people, you know, I, I met a lot of friends, you know, I don't try to criticize this, and I know some friends that were collecting a lot of one six scale, but of course, when Boeing went out, they there was a drought for quite a while, for a couple of years, it's been a drought, so they just gave up. They felt that they were not going anywhere. So they got rid of all their one six scale stuff and they move into the one for scale. And now they're just going, trying to keep up with the Jones, trying to stay alive in this really rat race. And they're not really happy with it, you know, and, but they're doing it, you know, because they already got trap on it, you know, and the smart thing to do is when Boeing design just went out. And I can tell you this from my experience. I found that as a relief. I can tell you that. Because I was purchasing so much stuff from them, you know, I'm from Korovikia. I got to the point that, you know, I said, you know what, let's take the break. And, you know, throughout the break, throughout this drought for a while, actually, I found myself enjoying myself, enjoying that money that I was not investing into it into other things. And I realized, wait a minute, this is not bad at all. You know, I can take a break on this and actually allow me, gave me the time to sit back and look at my collection and see the things that didn't fit in the collection and they needed to go. And uh, it's been fun because of that. Realizing that the scale is not, not as important. You know, I can tell you one thing. I, I, you know, um, all my years of collecting, it has been easier for me to get rid of the one for scale pieces than it's been, e hard, you know, than just getting rid of the ones for scale pieces. It feels that the ones for scale pieces are harder to get rid of, in my opinion, because I love them. I love them so much in the sense that what the representation, the poses, all of that is just a representation of the comic book stories. Well, the one for scale, they're more like, you know, a, you know, a, a interpretation of it. You know, it has that design, the style, but it's more like an interpretation of it. Not necessarily that I have like a hard attachment because this image represents a comic book cover that I've just fell in love with as a kid. So, you know, it's just more like a, a variation of it, uh, which is good, you know, but I never felt that attachment with those pieces as I did with the, you know, have done with the, the pieces that I like the Kotobukiya or Bowen, you know, that represent uh, an era, like a Jim Lee era or uh, like an 80s era or the 70s era, represent these characters from this, you know, particular covers. So, you know, different folks, different strokes. Everyone is different. But don't think for a minute that the scale will determine, oh, it's a, one scale is better than the other. That's not the case. Any scale is good. As long as you're happy with what you're doing, if that's what you envision in your life, then you just stick, you know, stay the course and just stick with what you do. And uh, if you decide ultimately to change the path and just change the path, but not because people are telling you that you need to or because you feel that that's where you need to go because of the market, the way the market is behaving, because what other people are saying. No, just do it because it's the right thing and you feel it's the right thing for you. So once again, thanks for listening to the podcast. I really appreciate those that take the time to do it. Uh, you know, for those that watch my videos, so thank you for doing that. Uh, if you're watching this through YouTube, please like, comment, and subscribe. When you like, it really supports this this channel. It makes this channel to pop even more. Uh, if you haven't followed me, you find this video, um, just follow me. I will be appreciate your support. Uh, also, uh, uh, if you listen to the podcast, share the podcast, you know, with other friends. Tell your friends. Share them on Facebook. Share it on Twitter. Tell 
tell the friends about me, <laughs> you know, and uh, maybe, you know, we can grow this even more. And uh, if you if, if this is in your heart, if you want to support this channel as well, uh, you, you have the opportunity to do it financially. Anything you support this channel, uh, it really helps out. So check my Patreon account and uh, whatever you get able to help. I'll be more than grateful. And thank you for that. Uh, so once again, God bless you and have a great day. Bye bye.